0: Whenever, wherever, however, practice bodhicitta. If you can practice bodhicitta every single day and every single minute, do so. It is really a noble practice. The wish and the aspiration to benefit sentient beings and then growing and developing in the practice of doing so. The world will certainly be a better place if there's more kindness and compassion and more generosity more of these practices of bodhicitta. Why do we have so many problems? Why are wars fought? It's because of people's greed or anger or jealousy or pride. In addition, those people around us, they will benefit as well. And we, of course, ourselves will benefit. Who doesn't enjoy being treated with kindness, respect and warmth? Include it in your daily life. Make it a part of your life. Or even rather, should we say, make your life a part of your practice. How we know that our practice is improving is not by how much theory we know. It's how much our life changes. A good indicator of how our practice has improved is that our afflictive emotions, our greed, our anger, our pride and our jealousy, is reduced it doesn't have so much sway and influence over us and we don't get so involved in intense emotions following these afflictive emotions our happiness increases our mind becomes a lot more spacious and vast and we become a lot more relaxed and we have a lot more compassion and kindness towards others one's awareness and alertness and efficiency and effectiveness should also be improving as a result of meditative practice and the practices of bodhichitta. The best, of course, would be being able to be aware of every single arising thought and to incorporate bodhichitta. Being able to do this, then every moment of our life, we may be practicing bodhichitta. And this is possible. We hear of how these great masters, everything that they're doing, is for the benefit of all sentient beings so if you have this awareness you could be practicing tonglen all the time or practicing kindness and compassion all the time for instance we could also change our aspiration when we're eating usually we're eating because we want to have something tasty or because we're hungry to satisfy ourselves. now we may be eating with the aspiration of let me eat so that i have strength and energy So that i can continue benefiting sentient beings in a quote of guru Rinpoche said enhancing bodhicitta is the root of all practice wherever we go our mind should not be separate from bodhicitta whatever we do our practice should be primarily for the sake of others the best state is of course to be in the state of rigpa to be in the true nature of mind our inherent nature our pristine nature through the practice of bodhicitta, we can transform our habitual tendencies, we can transform all of these afflictive emotions. And through the practice of bodhicitta, this human life becomes meaningful. In our practices, remember that all sentient beings in some lifetime have been our mother or our father. And so as best as we can, at least treat them with respect and see how we can repay their great kindness. With respect to all sentient beings they are the objects of our practice without sentient beings how would we be able to practice kindness and compassion and generosity and all of these positive practices always hold all sentient beings in great esteem with great respect and in the greatest of gratitude and whatever arises treated with equanimity if it is something fortunate rejoice and wish for everybody else to have such good fortune if it is something difficult an obstacle treated as an opportunity to practice instead of a great big burden and nuisance we all have this true nature of mind this pristine state of mind this Buddha nature just we haven't realized it yet it's just been covered or hidden behind all of these afflictive emotions and these discursive and judgmental thoughts, all of these conceptualities. Just like the example of the beggar who has gold underneath his house. However, he doesn't know it and he still goes out and begs every day. However, knowing that there's the gold, this is also not sufficient. We also have to mine that gold. To mine the gold, we use all sorts of tools at our disposal. And once the gold has been mined, then it becomes valuable. Similarly, the true nature of mind is there. However, we need to use different tools for us to be able to realize this true nature of mind. For this, we use tools like meditation, developing our awareness, the practice of bodhicitta, renunciation, the path instructions of our guru. And then eventually, through our realization, we have great ability in benefiting others. And in this realization, then, this true nature of mind is really useful and valuable. In this Rigpa, the true nature of mind, this pristine awareness, our compassion and wisdom and kindness shines out naturally, and it doesn't discriminate. Just like the rays of the sun. The sun shines its rays over the world. It doesn't discriminate on where it's shining, it shines equally up over the whole earth. And then one can become like a lamp. A lamp has its own light. In addition, it shines the light on the path leading the way for others. Keep up your practices. And grow and grow in the four boundless qualities, in kindness and love, compassion, joy and equanimity. Grow in Tongan and grow in these most auspicious practices of bodhicitta.